Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Very Important People. On College Humor. Nope. On Dropout. On Dropout. Do you want to tell everybody what Dropout is and why they should subscribe to it? Dropout is college humor after... I don't know what Sam... I, I mean, I know he was heavily involved before, but after Sam Reich bought it out. Yeah, my understanding is is that they had a parent company, I believe, who decided that they were just going to gut the thing. So Sam Reich had to... Sam Reich bought it, had to lay off everybody except for... I think seven people. Seven people? Like seven... I think it was seven performers, basically. Yeah. And then just, like, do his best to keep the thing going and has been relatively successful with it. Yeah. So Dropout is the streaming service that this episode of our podcast is basically an advertisement for, but we're not getting paid for. So maybe, Sam, if you want to just, like, give us, like, a free year to drop out or something. Sam's not listening to this. He he will if I post a link to this on the disc their discord he, he will not i'm gonna tell him you said that and then he's gonna do it just out of spite <laughs> all right i if went was... so far as to look at the rules of their disc of the dropout discord to see is it okay to pr- self-promote and there were no rules against self-promotion so i am 100 percent going to post a link to this at, well no i'm not because i can't figure out how to post links in that shit i'll figure it out you can can't you just post a link to the website? I tried doing that in our Discord. Like, if you've noticed, we've got a channel in our Discord for, uh, hey, new episode drops. Can't figure out how to fucking get that shit to work. I will. It posts the URL. It does not post as a link. Oh, okay. Yeah. Figure it out and post it. And then, Sam, if you do listen, have me unmake some noise. I'd be good. <laughs> But anyway, Dropout is a streaming service with a bunch of College Humor alums, uh, various improv comedians. Yeah, they're LA based, so they have they have a lot of comedians come in yeah. that uh, have other gigs. They've got uh, what's his name, who's Jimmy Kimmel's announcer? Oh, Lou Wilson. Lou Wilson. Uh, they do. The Dimension 20, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, they do Make Some Noise, which is a really fun show. I watched the most recent one today. Have you watched that one? I did, and I texted Ian uh, about one of the prompts from that. Which one? Elvish Presley. Oh, right. It was quite funny. Make Some Noise is basically they got three contestants, they give them an improv prompt, and they do a quick improv on it. Each round, the first round is the, it, the uh, well, you know what? This is just going to be our dropout episode. Yeah. Um, we'll concentrate on very important people, though. Each round, the, the first round, it's like one person prompts. The second round, it's two people. And then the final round, it's three people. And then there's uh, little games that they'll play in between that are basically just rapid fire ripoffs of whose line is it anyway. And generally really fucking funny anyway. Yeah. Game that, Ch- that show is a spinoff of Game Changer. Yeah. Uh, which is a game show where the host knows the premise of the game, but the contestants do not, at least to start, and then eventually they figure it out. Most of those prompts, it's pretty quick. You're pretty quick to figure out what the prompt is. 
makes a noise started out as them just getting word prompts and having to figure out that, oh, what they were being asked to do was make sound effects. Right. Um, and then it quickly devolved into sketch comedy prompts. Yeah. Um, but they'll have some, uh, my, the one, my introduction to Game Changer was the yes or no, where the host would just say yes or no. And then somebody would get some points or nobody would get points and they tried to figure out what the game was and it turned out that one of the contestants whatever they guessed was always wrong and so if somebody guessed the opposite of that it was always right right that guest is brennan lee mulligan who's all over this thing who shade is not like but i like i enjoy him quite a bit i understand why she doesn't like him right and it's probably a lot of the same things that they love to highlight on like that they highlighted on this most recent episode of make some noise as far as his uh really over the top i don't even know what the word i'm looking for is sense of right and wrong it's not even the word like you know it's not even a sense of right and wrong it's a sense of um uh because it it's all a veiled need to be right yes yes yeah yeah, that's a better way of putting it i had a hard time finding that because i think i have that to a much smaller degree than Brennan Lee Mogan, but I absolutely do have that as yeah. a problem. Those are the three big ones, but there's a lot of shows on there that are, uh, oh, the the news one. Yep, there's the uh, breaking news, which is them doing a news broadcast where somebody has written their teleprompter stuff, but they can't, yeah. Well, I mean, in general, I think they have. But they can't smile or laugh, and whoever smiles or laughs the most. I, I don't know. Generally, it's pretty funny, but it's also pretty low impact. It's like eight-minute clips. Great. Um, there's um, Actually. Oh, yeah. Which is them. It was also a Game Changer spinoff, I believe, where they make a statement that has a falsehood in it in some way, and then somebody's got to say, um, actually, and then correct them. There's Dirty Laundry, mm-hmm. which we've enjoyed watching from time to time. Where Yeah, like Dirty Laundry people give a true fact about themselves and then everybody has to guess whose it is i've tried watching um fuck what's it called it's the one that's a musical and they have those contestants on on make some noise play it by ear play it by ear. yeah i'm not a fan of it oh so they can't all be winners but most of them are winners yeah i like the one of uh i don't remember her Oh, Kate Maravich. I like Kate Maravich's show where it's just like a panel that goes around the tables. She gives like a premise and they'll just, it's like. I haven't watched it. Oh, it's, it's funny. So like one show, it'll just be like four of them sitting around a table and it'll be like, what's the coolest way to die? And then each person will have to do a little presentation on, okay, hear me out. This is the coolest way to die. And then they like vote on which one. It's a dropout original? It's a dropout original. I'm looking. Is it Kingpin Katie? No. The Rank Room. Rank Room, yeah. I haven't watched that. There, I mean, there's a lot of shows. Yeah. But we're here to talk about one. The Man, new one. What was that one? <laughs> Very Important People with Vic Michaelis. Do you want to tell everybody what it's about? Vic Michael- Michaelis plays an interviewer who is interviewing some other cast member, you know, comedian otherwise that has been made up, like had a made makeover where generally they have been 
placed into some very complex makeup or uh, costuming. They don't get to see what they're getting made up into until I guess I don't know how long between. It seemed like they had at least they had a few minutes at least yeah. to see what they've been made up into and then try and come up with a character and then get interviewed by Vic Michaelis. Who does Vic Michaelis know what they're going to look like? I don't think so. <laughs> the impression I got was she doesn't know because otherwise, what's the fun of that? Like she could come up with questions based on what they're looking like, knowing that ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, so I think Vic is hilarious. Uh, Vic has been one of my favorite contestants on Make Some Noise. Uh, and then the guest uh, today or on this episode is Anna Garcia, who has also been one of my favorite contestants on Make Some Noise because both of them on Make Some Noise are pretty chaotic and pretty fun to watch. They are both unhinged. <laughs> they both bring a particular energy that pervades all of their characters on Make Some Noise. Like Vic brings the sort of anxious, like, uh, okay, I guess, I, I, you know what I mean? There's that uh, undercurrent to most of her characters. And Anna Garcia is just fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. They made Anna Garcia up with, whoa, what, like a weird rainbow. Okay, you're going to have to describe it because, as I've told you uh, <laughs> before, I can't picture it in my head. <laughs> yeah, for those of us without aphantasia, uh, she is dressed up in... Uh, I'm trying to think the best way to describe it. She's it's like Big Bird at a rave, I guess. Not not the bird part of it, but just very yellow and uh, rhinestone heavy, and also had like rhinestone butterflies on her yeah. neck and shit, and uh, like a bright wig, right? I think so. I don't recall. But In what kind of? It was like a jumpsuit kind of thing. Um, yeah, I. Don't know if she was eating one, but definitely it feels like it would fit in character that she was eating a lollipop. There was there was something very I just attended a rave about her character. Yeah. And so watching her riff on what she was going to do was pretty funny. One of the things that she considered was just like, oh, I sell mortgages and I just kind of do this as a hobby. And I forgot that we were had this meeting today. But what she landed on was a pop star from the country of Europe named princess emily i agree that the joke that she should be a mortgage lender was funny but i also agree with her decision to quickly abandon it because i think that that joke is one note and then you're done right whereas what she landed on was a pop star from a recently broken up i guess (laughs) musical trio called maroon five maroon five question mark (laughs) uh where two of the members of the band are in prison now for what was it illegal breeding and trading of pygmy monkeys <laughs> which i've watched this episode twice and i laughed out loud but during both viewings but when they were talking about that both of them broke during the pygmy monkey conversation I told Kathy after we watched this first episode that I really enjoyed this, but I so look forward to the, and they do this for most of the shows. There's an outtakes that they'll do at the end of the season uh, where they'll say, like, I hear the outtakes or the bits that we clipped or whatever. I'm would be endlessly fascinated by just an hour long of her trying to figure out who this character is 
times a dozen, however many other people they have do the show. Yeah, I'm sure that because this was 17-ish minutes long, yep. and I'm sure that they sat there and improved uh, and did the end interview for at least an hour, and probably like worked out bits and like like redid bits and and edited it down. I have to imagine that uh, I did look uh, into it. They posted it on the Discord, so. One of the jokes was that she was releasing a new song and then they cut to a music video yeah. for that song. They recorded that after they did the interview. Yeah. Like they, they went ahead and set her up and that was also entirely improvised just immediately following Very the nice. comedy. Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the show. I'm really like some of the people they have coming on. I'm a huge fan of both in terms of dropout personalities but also like uh i'm pretty sure i saw a preview clip where brian david gilbert is going to be in this and i've talked about him on the podcast before the guy that does youtube videos he's the guy that i talked about a while back that did just a very funny but very informative uh like 40 minute video about in health insurance oh yeah yeah and used to be on polygon which is a video game review website uh very funny dude uh so i'm very much looking forward to him he was also, I think, on an episode of Make Some Noise. He was on an episode of Make Some Noise. Oh, cool. Uh, I know Jacob Boisaki is going to be on there, and I think Jacob Boisaki is also very, very funny. Yep. Is it, This feels like a show made for Izzy Roland, who's typically on uh, the show. And I don't typically like her, but she's also unhinged. So I, I think this should be perfect. I'd like to see Katie Maravich on it, too. I don't know if if she is, but just that dead because she's very deadpan incredibly so in fact i'm not sure she's ever broken on a half dozen episodes of breaking news and that's a show where people are breaking dozens of times they've dedicated two episodes of breaking news just to trying to get her to break i like in this show and i wonder if it was improvised or if it was planned vic's hostility towards the crew I don't know, but I also really enjoyed that. That made me laugh a lot. No, don't talk to them. No, you don't talk to them. <laughs> and when Princess Emily says uh, that they should all clap for Vic and they all clap and Vic tells them not to because it screws up the audio and she thinks that they would know that. You should know that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I wondered how this show was going to keep things interesting and i'll be interested to see if they more do more of this sort of thing in future episodes but that bit where they said oh we went and got your purse from backstage that shit's just straight up basically pulled from whose line is it anyway like what's in your bag sort of thing yeah they get uh, a, a but, lot of uh inspiration from which yeah. It, yeah to be clear me saying it's ripped off from i don't care like the, it's yeah. it's a pretty i'm sure whose line ripped it off from a million other improv <laughs> Sure. When they did the um, the make some noise, they had what's his name on Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady on, and they did the the karaoke thing, which is a thing that Wayne Brady came up with question mark and called out like you might be pretty familiar with this format. <laughs> but I, I really I thought that game was a fun uh, improv game to play in character, which was pulling stuff and obviously. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Anna Garcia had no clue what was in that purse either because yeah. it was a prop that 
they all created, but to have Vic pull stuff out of that purse and say, what's going on here? Yeah. Was, it was a perfect way to reinvigorate the, the improv of it. Cause it's a certain point we figured out what the character is. We're just kind of moving along and, and telling a story. And now where do we go from here? My favorite one was, uh, what's this? It's tape. <laughs> Yeah, that felt like a very Eric no butt moment because she, I think even she could tell in the moment she shut down the improv of it and then quickly translated to, oh, actually, it's a bracelet. And then she put it on her wrist yeah. and tried to, to go with the joke. But but I found that just as funny. And that's why I find no butt funny. Uh, another one of my favorite jokes was uh, Princess Emily was doing the ritual with the bracelets to Vic and so it'd be like okay kiss it and then she'd like flick it at her and then Vic would uh catch it and she'd go no you don't catch it but then one of the things was okay now say what you want to name your first child and Vic goes Vic and Prince suddenly goes that's crazy that's crazy (laughs) uh another joke I liked was can you do the splits (laughs) Yeah, clearly can't do this. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, okay, you're a doctor. I am. What's Welbutrin? Uh, it's a antidepressant. Oh, so should if there's like a bag full of Welbutrin, should I just pop one? No, but let me just go ahead and make a larger blanket statement. If there's a bag full of any types of pills, you probably shouldn't just pop one. Pop them all. <laughs> Pop several. Yeah, that's what. That's why it's there as a grab bag is because they all counteract <laughs> each other and give you a really cool high. Disclaimer, this is not true. <laughs> do drugs, kids. Disclaimer, don't do drugs. Do you want to write an episode two? I don't think so. I think w- what we can do... Is one of us comes up with a crazy character yeah, and the other one not, interviews that's it. Just, that's just ripping that's just ripping the show off. I'll do I'll be the interviewer. That's just ripping the show <laughs> off uh with you taking the easier route. <laughs> Tell you what, we we get to uh a hundred ratings or reviews. <laughs> we'll rip off very important people. So we get to 100 ratings and reviews. We'll do a episode where you dress up in a crazy costume. Yep. And I interview you. Yep. Who who gets to do your costume? Uh, Kathy would probably be the one doing it. Okay. She, she'd do my makeup, too. Nice. She'd love to, I'm sure. Yeah, she'd be into it. What else you got? Spoiler alert. That episode is just me, me no-butting you constantly. <laughs> No, I know it's, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> so if you want to listen to a terrible episode, be sure to leave ratings and reviews. That way we have an out because if we don't get ratings and reviews, we know that it's because they just like the pure comedy of how things are currently and they don't want to ruin it. Oh, yeah. That's all I got for this show. We have our Spotify wrapped for the year. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. I just screenshotted the pertinent things. There was a lot of garbage. It was like, you released this many episodes this year. Yeah, I know how many episodes I released, dummy. You knew off the top of your head how many it was. Yeah, like 40-something. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know exactly how many, but oh, right. if it ended up being 40, like 43 versus 45, who gives a shit? Okay. I'm just saying you're getting all high and mighty for somebody who actually didn't know how many it was. This is an easy one. Okay. I'm, I'm going to ask. I want your guesses on these. Okay. But this is an easy one. What do you think our top episode of the year was? This is an easy one? Yes. Because, spoiler alert, it's not from this year. What? The episode that was streamed more than anything this year. It remains the same thing that it has been for the, the three and a half years since we aired it. Oh, gosh. What was it? I don't remember what it was. Jack Whitehall travels oh. with my father. Yeah, I was going to say Jack Whitehall. How many, how many listens? I, it won't tell me that. Oh, okay. I, I could look that up, but it won't tell me that. It's. I will ask you this: if you had to guess, how many? How do I want? How do I put this? How many more times? What percentage? How how much more was it listened to than our average episode? Three times. Four times. Four times. Does does it give you like three hundred ninety six percent more than your average episode? Wow. Yeah. Does it give a, you the second Shit, most? That might, that might be a five hundred percent. Now that I think about it, because hundred percent would be doubled. Yeah. So it's five hundred percent. Five times. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Does it give you um the second most listened to episode? It did not. Oh, okay. I could find that. How many countries do you think we were streamed in? over the last year 23 yeah maybe a bad question it was 14 um the uk was our top country oh because of the jack whitehall episode ahoy mates tip top cheerio here's the thing i you, you were making that joke but i don't think any of those uk listeners continue listening past that first episode those uk <laughs> listeners that jack whitehall episode don't know what they're talking about do we have even a single remaining uk listener that discovered us because of the jack, like genuine question because of the jack whitehall episode that is still listening to this day comment on our website episode1podcast.com on this episode i know uh one UK listener that's not still listening to our podcast after listening to the Jack Whitehall. Jack Whitehall? Because they listened to, or because they left oh, they, the yeah, review. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- that, But I feel like based on the fact that it's it's in the, that episode has been listened to hundreds of times. Not just this year, but in like hundreds of that's times. That's got to be like the entire and UK we, by now. Right. And we've got five or six listeners maybe huh. on the regular so how I, popular is jack whitehall in exceptionally England? he's he's one of the more popular comedians okay is he the same person as james acaster no he's not all right our podcast saw some nice growth this year what percentage Ooh. increase in followers did we get <laughs> did chad gbt write these for you it says because you're pop- <laughs> podcast saw some nice growth this year and then it just tells me what percentage more followers we got 25 close 23 percent whoa i'm good at this so one of the things that spotify wrapped does for 
you as a listener uh, is it tells you, hey, you as a listener are in the top whatever percent of this uh, band's fan base or whatever. This band what? is in your top five. What this band is in your top five or your top ten for the year, right? How many fans do you think we are a top ten podcast for for the year? How many fans or bands? Fans, like listeners. Oh, I was just giving some context to how this is coming about. Zero. We are a top ten podcast. For you think zero, yeah. it's more than zero. Twelve. More than double that. What? We are a top ten podcast for twenty-eight fans. Holy shit. What that tells me is that twenty-six or so fans, well, no, probably closer to twenty-three or so fans, have only listened to one episode of our podcast and listened to no other podcasts on Spotify for the entire year. Oh, man. Do you think they're like, I'm going to check out this podcasting thing. Let me see. Hmm. Let me type in Jack, Jack Whitehall. Whitehall. Yep. yep. We are at the top five podcast for 21 fans. Okay. We are the number one podcast for how many fans? On Spotify, admittedly. 17. No, no. It's way less than that. <laughs> how many? Five. Five? I'm like I'm shocked. Those are way higher numbers than I thought. I stand by my assessment of how we got to that many people. I think that there are just that many people, you know, seven, eight people that only listened to an episode of a podcast, our podcast, and then said, "Yeah, no, it's not for me." Or maybe it's people that still listen to this podcast but realize that Spotify kind of fucking sucks and went to a different platform. Mm-hmm. Entirely possible. The top five surprised me a little bit that it stayed that high. It was twenty-one. And then how quickly it plummeted to just five for number one, but genuinely five people that were their number one podcast. 78% of our listeners discovered us this year. Wow. On Spotify. 45% of our new listeners started at that Jack Whitehall episode. Wow. Okay, here we go. Your listeners have good taste, obviously. So what else are they into? Yeah getting there our listeners top podcast genres number one comedy two true crime three society and culture yeah who cares listeners top music music genres were pop rock and rap okay let's see if it gets into bands i thought it did based on the fact that it's now going into our podcast reading I don't think it does. It goes into specific bands. So basically, our top, uh, our listeners' top genres of podcasts, our top three genres of podcast are the top three genres of podcast, and our top three genres of music are the top three genres of music? It sure seems that way, yes. Cool. So we've got pretty typical fans. Come on, UK. Get it together. Listen to some... Don't you guys like electronica a lot? I'm listening to that Thousand and One Albums things, and I've heard a lot of electronica. <laughs> Except today, dude, we listened to Motorhead, and it ripped. Nice. Yeah. Spotify added the ability for me to add an automat- automated Q&A to an episode so that it will automatically feed questions. Or a poll. This is how I can get the polls in. So, Okay. 
I can add polls to episodes of the podcast in Spotify. Sorry, just learning that for the first time. Nice. I got a My Year in Review playlist with my um, top played songs. $20 is number one, the Boy Genius song. Number two, Cool About It, Boy Genius. Number yeah. three, yeah. Without You, Without Them, yeah. Boy Genius. Uh, Boy Genius, Boy Genius, Boy Genius, Boy Genius, Boy Genius, Boy Genius. And then Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers, then Boy Genius, Boy Genius, and then Courtney Barnett. <laughs> Then Boy yeah. Genius again, and then yeah. Phoebe again. Yeah. Then Courtney again. Then Boy Genius again. Wow. Yeah, there was a lot of Boy Genius on mine as well, which is why it's genuinely it surprised me that Green Day was listened to more than even Boy Genius this year by me. Well, that's not what it was saying. It was saying that you no, listened. No, no. It also said that oh. is what I'm saying. To, like all of the, I, I learned that I listened to a lot more Green Day than I remember. I think it's probably because uh, I was talking about with Kathy. Uh, that's something that I can just throw on and I don't I there, I can throw four or five albums on in a row. Listen to it while I'm doing work and don't have to think about it. Whereas generally if I'm listening to Boy Genius, I want to like chill out and listen to it or something yeah i'm i mean i'm not surprised by all the boy genius and phoebe bridgers and courtney barnett that's on here um i'm surprised because i listen to a lot of wet leg but there's only like one song on here oh no there's two songs on here and a lot of big thief and there's only a couple of their songs on here too so time to listen to even more and maybe pump up those numbers by the end of the year yeah i'm gonna juice the stats juice them mm-hmm. juice them dude yeah that's all i got that's my rap that's your wrapped no want to wrap it up speaking of rap nah <laughs> thanks for listening to the episode one podcast with michael and eric you can check out our website it's episode one podcast.com if you like the show leave a rating or review on apple podcasts that's everything i think Aside from saying, hey, Boz, the theme song, pretty dope.